John likes tech and lives in Indiana, you know. Kevin likes the Dodgers and talks on the radio. John plays games on Xbox and on his Nintendo. While Kevin runs around LA with his mustachio, it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Mars and Venus, that's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. That's what it is. Lack it of is. Genius Podcast. Hey, John. Hey, Kevin. It's good to see you. Episode 8. Yeah. You're coming in hot from the uh, Dodgers game. I literally just got home from a Dodger game. We're recording later than we usually do because of that. So thank you, John, for being accommodating to my yeah. Dodger fandom. <laughs> but but not as late as we have in the past. Yeah, we have done much later where it's been. Because yeah. what time is it where you are right now in uh, Indiana? It's just about 10 p.m. Yeah, you know, that's late, but I guess it's reasonable. It's manageable. Mm-hmm. But we've yeah, we've you you did it that, to like 1 a.m. one day, right, with us or something like that? Like yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, well, so thank you for that. And like I said, episode eight, which is, I think, a pretty big accomplishment, you know, considering mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people start podcasts and they do one or two or three episodes and then you never hear from them again. Well, you've heard from us eight times now. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, I guess. And what do we got? What do we got going on this episode? We're talking about the Olympics. And I know when this episode comes out, it's going to be nearly a week since the Olympics finished because mm-hmm. they finished today for those of us in the u.s it finished this morning like they had the uh, closing ceremony and everything. sunday sunday august 8th is when we're recording yep. this but yep. you're you're not you're definitely not hearing it on sunday august 8th unless you're hiding no. out in john's house or my apartment but we figured you know we want to try and stay somewhat current with you know our topics you know if something big's happening we want to talk about it mm-hmm. and uh we figured a good send-off to the olympics that were supposed to happen last year, but then, you know, yeah. COVID and everything. So they, they did it this year. I know it wasn't necessarily the Olympics that everyone wanted, but it was still the Olympics. And so I, th- I think we wanted to do something special. And Yeah. You know what I'm realizing, John, is much like the Olympics were delayed for a year, our episode is delayed by a week from the Olympics ending. We're just trying to fit in with... 2020 Tokyo <laughs> Olympic Games that happened in yeah. 2021. It's the it's the lack of genius Olympic episode one week later. That's all it yep. is. So yeah, look at us being right on theme. This is how we planned it out the whole time. <laughs> so um, I I, I let's uh, we can reveal our sports. We do have our tidy yeah. up section to get to. I am doing the sport of look at that. I even brought sound effects. Ping pong. <laughs> this is the sound I'm going to play while you're waiting to answer your questions. If you're taking too long, I'll just drop this down. It's and I can't believe I just called it ping pong. I feel like such a sellout because it's it's table tennis. That's what it's called. It's the sport of table tennis, popularly known as ping pong. So I'll get into more Mm -hmm. on that. But what do you what do you got for us, John? Cycling. Yes. And all of its variations. I was going to get a bell sound effect, but the only one I could find was really piercing and annoying. So I wanted to spare the audience. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they thank you. So maybe I'll just play this. I'll play this for you, too, for cycling. No, I won't. (laughs) Uh, Yes. But before we get into that, we do have our tidy up section. Mm-hmm. Last week, we debuted a song. Are we sticking with it? You tell me. <laughs> yes, tidy up before we go, go any further with the show, show. Tidy up before we go, go fix our mistakes tonight. You ready for the high note? I want to get it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tidy up. The, the yeah 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 was the heart was the was the most fun I part bet. to record. Um, 
Yes. Yeah, so uh, maybe we'll put a. I, I think we need to put a poll up to see what the general consensus on the on the themes on the songs are. Yeah, maybe we'll do an Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Um, ironically enough, I don't actually have anything prepared for tidy up because we had a guest last week. So I thought, yeah. you, you know, it, we I didn't fact check to see if anything he said was right or wrong. So I will take this moment to say thank you to Julian Garcia, who mm-hmm. was an awesome guest for D&D. I had several conversations throughout the week with friends of mine about D&D because I was so excited from the episode. I was like, <laughs> oh, my!" and it wasn't even like to try to drop my podcast. It was like, dude, do you play D&D? Because I, I know all about it now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the only tidy up I had was just to thank Julian for coming on our show and being such a great first guest. Well, I mean, I, I suppose... We do have a little bit of a tidy up thing and Kevin, I want to say thank you for doing a great job editing because we did have some, thank you. Yes. We did, we did have some issues with our recording last week that, (laughs) um, Kevin did a fantastic job fixing. That's nice of you to say, especially considering I think I'm the one who botched the audio recording in the first place. So I was just, I literally, it wasn't just you, you know, my, my internet did a weird thing too so the recording on my side of you wasn't the best yeah we 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 ended up having to cut something out that julian was talking about he was talking about the uh the bards um Mm -hmm. in in dungeons and dragons who are very um what's the word he used charismatic charismatic they're very charismatic characters and we talked about them later in the episode but you didn't even notice did you you didn't even notice that was missing um Thank you. No, that is nice. I really actually enjoy the editing process. It is it is a lot of work, though, so that it is nice to hear you say thank you for that. And I thank mm-hmm. you for all that you you do so much. I'm not just trying to generalize. You do a lot behind the scenes, and I, I do appreciate that. So Yep. I just wanted to put that out there in case people were wondering, you know, it, why it sounded a little bit different last week. Yeah, yeah. I w- so. Basically, long story short, I was off mic the entire time. The microphone that I have in front of me right now, for some reason, was not picking up. And so everything that I was saying was picking up on a microphone about two feet away from me pointed away from me so that's why i sounded like i was in the corner of the room the whole time kind of like this you know um so thank you for bearing with us and um and and look at us you can hear us loud and clear now so there we go great man well you know what (laughs) i'm I'm not even gonna ask the question i'm just gonna play it (laughs) it's time to take a quiz or two like a genius podcast doing this for you you may fail but it ain't no lie baby it's quiz Quiz to be tough. I just want to pass one because I failed enough. It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie, baby. It's quiz time. Damn. I never thought bye 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 and it's quiz time would have a connection <laughs> in any way. So there you go. It is hey, quiz time. It is. Yeah. And uh, I'll let you ask the first question so that way, you know, you've got the last answer. So that way, if you feel like you need to make a comeback, you can. <laughs> Yes, because our record, which I don't know off the top of my head, but I believe it's you won last week. So was that your fifth win? Uh, fourth. fourth or fifth. Fourth win. We've tied yeah. twice. And then you've won once. And I've won once. Um, you said you said I'm going to ask the first question. Is that yeah. Right? Okay. All that, right. w- that way I ask you the last question. I got it. I get your logic. All right. Well, let's do this. We're going to jump right into our first table tennis question here. Um, number one, at which summer games did table tennis make its first Olympic appearance? Was it at Montreal in 1976, Los Angeles in 1984, Seoul, Korea in 1988, or Atlanta, Georgia, 1996? When did table tennis first appear in the Olympics? Has Montreal actually held a Summer Olympics? Oh, so you're trying to see if I'm trying to (laughs) trick you, huh? I want to say Seoul, because 
I know that table tennis is a big thing outside of the U.S. Just I, it's bigger outside of the U.S. than I think it is inside the U.S. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, you know, we've got a we've got a table in our basement, but it's folded up and <laughs> you can't really play it in our basement anyways. There's no room. I'm not sure why it, how it really got played down there to begin with. But I know China plays it a lot. I feel like I've seen like South Korea and it feels like to me like the Seoul games in 1988 might be a good choice for that. Okay, I see your logic. So it, sound, it sounds like that's what you're going with. Let me know when you yeah. lock it in. Locked in. That is correct. Nice hey, job. Hey. Seoul 1988. You know what? I actually don't have a lot of information on it other than that is that is the accurate answer. There is a Montreal 1976. I will tell you that. I was okay. I was pretty surprised as I was picking choices. I was like, all right, I'm going to choose, you know, one before and one after. And when I was looking at the before games, I was like, 70s, Montreal. Wow. But yeah, Seoul 1988. I, you know, I, I don't even know if it was related to... The, um, the idea that, that, that it is big and in, in especially in Asian countries, um, this is a good chance to bring up countries mm-hmm. do do that when they host Olympics. For example, the next Olympics in Paris, they are not having baseball in their games and they're replacing it. I don't know if they're replacing it, but they are bringing in break dancing at the 2024 hmm. Olympics. Um, so, you know, maybe that's a big part of the culture in France. I don't know, but uh, that may have been very well the reason for for Seoul. So uh, yeah, you are one for one. That is correct. Nice job. Cool. So I figured with cycling, we'd get things rolling a little bit. Um, you, you know, maybe intended? some training. You pun intended. <laughs> uh, may, may leave the training wheels on for you here for the first question. And we talk some uh, bike anatomy. Okay, okay. So the place you sit on the bike is called what? Oh, man. The saddle, uh-huh. the seat, the chair, or banana. <laughs> and you know I'm, al- I'm already overthinking this because I'm like, God, it feels like it's just called a seat. And I'm like, is it just called a seat? And John is like, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna overthink this and think it's something more. I don't. I'm, I'm not gonna choose seat. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not going to. Um, I like the banana because I'm assuming. Look, maybe it is banana, but I'm assuming that's a reference to the banana hammock <laughs> that that is a that is a, a male piece of garment that is worn. Um, wow, this is great. I'm. Oh gosh. I just, I do so bad at these quizzes, John. <laughs> I'm like stressed <laughs> making a choice. I really want to pick saddle. I mean, I know a saddle is what you ride on a horse. If it's seat, I'm going to be so mad. I'm choosing saddle and I just locked it in. Correct. Yes. So, I mean, you, you got to think about when the bike was not in, kind of became a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so a few episodes ago when we were talking about White Castle, Yes. And I, I mentioned stuff about Chicago and the World Fair. Mm-hmm. That was kind of when the bike was, as we kind of know it, was introduced, was at that Chicago World Fair. So this was really before cars and everything. So it went from horses to bicycles. Got it. It's just so, like hopping on a horse. Right. So saddle. So anytime someone calls their seat a seat, they are very uneducated on bicycles is what you're telling me. Yeah. Got it. All right. So the saddle is what you sit on. Mm-hmm. I did just, I didn't buy a bicycle. I got a bicycle from my cousin and I want to become a, a person who cycles to work. And so you have just helped me seem that much more legitimate as a bicycle <laughs> rider. Thank you for that. No problem. All right. So should we go on to number two? Yeah. For, uh, let's just get, get in the right mood here with some ping pong action going on. True or false, John? Oh, true or false. 
Of the 15 possible medals to win in table tennis at the 2020 Olympics, that's the one, the Tokyo ones just happened, China won more than half of them. So of the 15 possible medals, China won more than half of them. True or false? For some reason, I feel like I heard that China didn't do as well in table tennis this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know the U.S. won more golds than they did by one overall. Oh, is that right? I didn't see that yeah. total, but I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we got 39 and they got 38. Wow. It was very close. Yeah. USA, USA. <laughs> that that works for now. We haven't had any international listeners yet. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. But the chan- the USA chance will have to be cut out very soon. Um, I'm going to say true. You're going to say true. They won more than half of the 15 possible. Yep. That is incorrect. Uh, that was a close one. They won seven, which is just less than half. Eight out of 15 would have been more. Seven out of 15 is less. It was, that was a little bit of a tricky question. I think what you may be thinking of in terms of they didn't do as good is for the first time ever at the, at these Olympic games, which I really liked, they did um, what's called mixed doubles is what they call okay. it. So it's, it's it, t- traditionally doubles has been two men or two women. Mm-hmm. So you have men's or women's. This was the first time they had a man and a woman paired up in a sport, okay. which, I, which I loved. I don't know if it's ever, but in table tennis and China, I believe was expected to win that. They did not. Japan beat ah. them. And so you may have heard something about that. And that was uh that was kind of a big deal. But uh, yeah, China did. As far as I could tell, they did. They did a pretty, pretty solid job. They won. I mean, they didn't quite win half of them. But right. um, yeah, China is the dominant force in table tennis since it's since it first started in the Olympics, which we know was in 1988 in Seoul, Korea. So they are okay. uh, they are forced to be reckoned with. Okay, you ready for the the next one? Let's do it. So we uh, we've already talked about bikes. Uh-huh. So this is leading more into the sport. The name of a group of cyclists is called a peloton. True or false? Very interesting. Well, we know we know that Peloton has had a huge couple of years in terms of the That's uh, true. the brand that they that they that has been created called Peloton. And I don't have a Peloton. I'm not interested in getting a Peloton. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I got one for free, I'd be all about it. But, um, you know, I do know that the idea behind that Peloton bike is that you have the option of riding with like a class and with live people or live instructors. And so there, that would be a group of cyclists, right? In your home. Mm-hmm. So that would, that would make sense. Cause I don't know the answer. I don't know that Peloton means that, but logically that would make sense. You know what, man, I'm going to say true. I'm going to say that Peloton does mean a group of cyclists. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not necessarily the entire race is called a Peloton. Okay. Okay. So like, you know, if you ever watch, you know, one of the races, you'll see like a a group of them like pull off. Okay. That would be a Peloton. And so is that a, is that a very deliberate sort of move or does it just kind of happen when the packs start to separate? It just happens. If it's a team thing, you know, maybe the team will try to move forward together because they can draft off of each other. But then also you've got, you know, you might have five or 10 people that are all about the same athletic wise. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of just naturally group together and, you know, another group might be a little bit slower than they are. And also, you know, there's the strategy, you know, do you go full out Mm -hmm. as far as you can and then hope or do you, you know, kind of go middle and then, you know, so... I like to think about like, I mean, let's say they're in a Peloton or even if it's just two riders riding together and one Mm -hmm. of them is just 
knows that they're faster than the other and is almost like toying with the other person. Like, I'm just going to stay with them. I'm not burning as much energy as they are because I'm a better cyclist. And when it comes time to pick it up, man, I'm going to, I'm going to burn by him. Well, I mean, just like in, you know, NASCAR and indie racing and everything, mm-hmm. drafting is a thing. I mean, you've probably seen videos of bike crashes and everything. Yeah. But I mean, they will get as close as they possibly can to draft behind just so they don't have to use as much energy. And then when they feel ready, they'll just kind of whip around. and. Yeah. And and look at the Olympic level or at any, any hugely competitive level, every ounce of... Mm-hmm. I mean, literally every ounce of weight will help with the bike, but every little bit of thing that you can do to give yourself an advantage is going to make a difference when yeah. it's, you know, a matter of split seconds in some cases. And Yeah, I mean, and there's there's one race that's held, you can kind of think of it as a relay, like in track. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. But it's like two people that switch off, and so they'll just switch off, but they have to touch. Got it. They, they ride so their own bikes, right? They don't they ride, ride the their own bike, bikes. Yeah, they, but so one will be going around. The other one will start getting speed. And sometimes the one that was getting ready to come off, they'll actually take the hand of the other one and whip them forward. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's like it's like, a you know, instead of a baton handoff, like in track, you're mm-hmm. that you should do that. They should do that every time. I'm sure they try to if they can. Yeah, that is a fun fact. I'm going to, I'm going to go search a bunch of videos and find that. And I'm also going to search for crash videos because as much as I feel bad for them, there's nothing like seeing a bunch of bicycles fall down, man. It is. Ooh, it just gives me chills. Good question. I like that one. All right. Um, you want to, you want to head into number three here? We will. I brought a, I brought a visual aspect in. Um, so you can head to lackofgenius.com to see a picture of this young man. His name is Ma Long. M-A is his first name. Long, L-O-N-G is his last name. Ma Long of China. The first person in history to win five gold medals in table tennis, which he accomplished by getting his fifth gold medal at this Olympics. He's nicknamed the dragon. Which of the following is his other nickname? Is it the great wall, the dictator, the dynasty, or the paddled panda? I'm going to go with the great wall because I mean, in in my mind that that's meaning like he doesn't let the ball get past him. Mm -hmm. He's always able to return the ball to the other side. Mm -hmm. Uh, dynasty would mean that maybe his son or daughter is really good paddled panda just sounds mean (laughs) they're an endangered species after all kevin (laughs) no paddling pandas (laughs) (laughs) so i'm going with the great wall great wall locking it in yep you are incorrect i am so sorry it is the dictator which i was very surprised about and it's it's it was why I chose to make this a question because I was like the dictator almost seems like an inappropriate right nickname it almost seems like you're making light of China's political situation and like but I, the idea behind it being that he is just so dominant in the sport that he right. just, it's like he doesn't give anybody else a chance to compete he's just he's okay. the dictator over the sport of table tennis. And I, I will say I was pretty proud when I realized that the great wall was, that was exactly why I made the great wall a choice. Cause I was like, that would be a great nickname yeah. for a table tennis player. So, um, yeah, yeah. And the paddle, I, what I meant by paddled panda, I meant like he's the panda and he's holding a paddle, not a panda okay. getting paddled. But so, <laughs> so let's not get Peter writing us letters. <laughs> uh, there you go, John. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying this to rub it in, but you're one for three to start. I know, and you're two for two. I'm two for two. This is very uncharacteristic of both of us. This is true. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I can see. I can see your. I can see your steaming on the inside, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, what year Ooh. did cycling 
join the Olympics. Wow. 1920, 1896, 1954, or 1992? Ooh, that's a wide, that's a wide stretch. And look at us both getting that question in. What a, we're great historians, I think. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I want to eliminate 1992 right off the bat. It, that would be, that would be pretty shocking, but I'd also, in a weird way, I'd also believe it. But I, I would guess that cycling, I mean, being that bicycle riding has been along around for quite a while, if I eliminate 1992, then I'm left with 1896, 1920, and 1954. And that's a pretty wide range. You talked about the World's Fair and the bicycle kind of getting introduced then. And I'm trying to, th- that was in the 1920s, if I recall correctly. Gosh, I might be wrong on that, but I think that is when White Castle was invented. invented. And I don't think cycling would join the Olympics that soon after. My goodness. According to the logic I just went through, that would make me want to choose 1954 as the answer because that's, you know, bicycles became, let's say bicycles did become a big deal in the 1920s, which I may be wrong on. Then they were consumer products at first and then slowly became a competitive product to the point in 1954, they joined the Olympics. So let's just choose it instead of me rambling on more. 1954 is my choice. Incorrect. Was anything, did anything that I said there make any sense or was I off on all of it? Kind of off on all of it. (laughs) Because from what I have found, cycling is one of only five sports Uh that have been in every summer olympics you just dropped you just dropped a knowledge bomb on us john wow of of the modern olympic Games, so dating back to 1896 1896 is when the modern olympics started and cycling was there Mm -hmm. wow what a fact what a fact do you know the other five sports four sports or or i don't off the top of my head Uh, yeah i wonder i I would wonder if they have to do with like track and field or maybe wrestling probably wrestling because that's that was like a greek i don't know who knows yeah we'll look it up we'll tidy it up in the next episode mountain biking did get added at the atlanta olympics in the 90s got it that's cool that's cool Mm -hmm. um all right let's uh let's move on shall we Mm -hmm. number four here china has dominated table tennis in the olympics winning 60 of the possible 115 medals all time. Only one other country has a double digit medal count with 18. Which country is it? Is it South Korea, Japan, United States, or Germany? It's like the, it's like the Jeopardy song. <laughs> Ping pong sound effects. I want to say South Korea. I mean, the fact that it was introduced at the Seoul Olympics, uh-huh. you know, back in 88, we'll do South Korea. South Korea is your final answer? It is. You are incorrect. Ah. I'm sorry. And South Korea was definitely the choice I threw on there uh, that, that, well, you know what? You know what? Hang on. Now I'm, now I'm doubting my own. <laughs> now I'm doubting my own choice. Uh, I put this quiz together a few days ago. Let me see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just hit finish here. You okay, dude? You were right. I am so sorry. It is. It is South Korea. <laughs> I um, I got confused because I remember I was impressed to hear that Germany had a, a decent showing in these Olympics. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Germany's kind of that random team. But yeah, South Korea has the next most with 18, and then Germany is in third after that. With five? Yeah, I think it's like <laughs> seven, or maybe, it, I think it's, you know what? No, it's nine, because 
it became nine after this year, and I was so worried they were going to win one more and make it a double <laughs> digit so that I couldn't use this question. But yeah, they have nine. South Korea has 18. So South Korea seems to be, according to kind of my research, the next sort of, uh, I wouldn't even call them dominant, but the next closest thing to China. They, they seem to be competitive in most of their mm -hmm. matches. They seem to be the country that will occasionally beat China. Um, but yeah, China is just, I was looking at a Wikipedia chart of like, all, they show the flags of the country and it's just all these red flags of China just winning all the table tennis events. So you did get that correct. That's for, that's gotta be a first in it. You should almost get another point for me, not even knowing the answer, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so that puts you at two for four, right, John? It does. And I am two for three now. So, um, you know, we could be tied by the end of this question. We could be. We just talked about when the, when cycling first started at the Olympics mm -hmm, at the very beginning. Yeah. What is the name of the indoor cycling arena? What would you call an indoor cycling arena? I suppose would be the better way to put it. Okay. Okay. A bike arena, uh -huh. <laughs> a bike gym, a bike track, or velodrome? A bike arena. I mean, I, I bet people do call it a bike arena, much like they call a bicycle saddle a seat. And they are incorrect in that. Um, you know what? So before I saw the answers... I had a memory come to me of it being a super badass name, like something that was like sounded like the future. And I, I wouldn't be able to tell you what it was. But now that I'm looking at the answers, I'm like velodrome, which I maybe just said wrong, sounds pretty freaking badass. And, and so I don't even want to overthink it. I'm going to I'm going to choose it. I'm pretty sure that's the answer. Am I right? You're correct. Oh, you scared me. <laughs> All right. And they are typically... Uh, oval shaped. Okay. And just like in a car racetrack, well, for NASCAR or Indy, uh, not necessarily for Formula One, the banks of the curves are very, very steep. Like you're going almost horizontal. Yes, I've seen this. It's amazing. When you're, when you're on the curve at the top. Uh -huh. um, so you got to be going pretty fast in order to just basically stay glued to the track while, while you whip around the corner. Yeah. Literally your, I mean, I don't know physics, but I guess you probably do, but like the velocity is really what's keeping you stuck to that yeah. wall. Right. I, I meant to ask you this at the beginning, but what did you, cause, cause you know, when we started talking about doing this episode, mm -hmm. um, cycling was, was the early choice for you. You were debating between a few, but, um, is there a reason that cycling jumps out to you? Like what is your affinity to cycling? I don't know. I, I, growing up, you know, I always rode a bike. Uh, my dad did, triathlons and everything and i don't know if it's still a thing or not but it used to be uh, as part of leading up to the indy 500 at the end of may like the entire month of may in indy is all centered around the indy 500 there's a bunch of stuff that happens mm. but one of them was was what was known as the smoothest bike ride in the world <laughs> and it was it, it was a um a fundraiser for i think uh the american Di diabetes association cool. and basically you got to people would pledge money and you would just ride around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, a two and a half mile oval and it's pretty much the smoothest ride you'd ever have, except for one yard of bricks at the finish line. <laughs> Everybody trips at the finish line. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is also why it's called the Brickyard. That's why it's called the Brickyard. That's cool. Good, good, good. No, but now it, you can't quiz me on that because I already know it. <laughs> but, you know, I, I did it once when I was a little kid. You know, I, I maybe made just a couple loops around it before sure. I was done, but it was uh, fascinating to watch, you know, you, there'd be a line of cyclists 
And if you've ever seen the track, the top of it is very steep on the corners. Mm. And I, it was inter- it was just kind of cool to see them riding at the top. Yeah, I bet. I don't know. It, it's always been kind of a fun thing to watch. You know, everyone got into, you know, speed skating at the Winter Olympics with Apollo Ono. Yeah. And this is kind of the, the summer version of that. Yeah, man. What a cool experience for you on that racetrack, you know, that it obviously is, is stuck with you here however many years later. And uh, I can only imagine also like the size of that track. Like, I oh, bet yeah, it's being massive. on it. Yeah. Like when you see it on TV, well, you probably don't think all that much of it. But when you're on a little bicycle, you're like, oh, my God. Well, there's an entire 18-hole golf course in the middle. Wow. That is cool. That would be and a fun experience, too. part of a Formula One track. Wow. Man, that's insane. All yeah. right. So I think we're adding this to the list when I come to your house to play hide-and-seek <laughs> and watch uh, Saving Private Ryan. And uh, I don't know what else we have on. But now we're going to the indie. Oh, we're going to the D&D convention, the game convention. <laughs> and now we're going to go check out this uh, this track. Okay. So here we go. Um, after four questions each, right? Mm-hmm. You are two for four and I am three for four. Yep. Got some pressure on you here, John, is what that means. Okay. Number five. Last question for table tennis. Let's build up the suspense with a little bit of sound effect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bearing in mind that the average rally is three to five shots. What is the longest competitive table tennis rally in modern history? 384 shots. 473 shots, 652 shots, or 766 shots? I have no way of logically guessing this, so (laughs) I'm just going to say 652 shots. This is very much a dartboard toss, right? Yeah. 652, you're locking it in? Yep. Got to go one guess higher. 766 Uh. shots. It was not at the Olympics. But it was over 10 minutes long. And this this is too this is too good. I gotta tell this story. It was at something called the Seamaster 2017 World Tour. And it was two professional, it was two females, Lee G and Hitomi Sato. And both of these players were defensive players. So they weren't <laughs> the type to make what's called like a counterattack, where somebody plays defensively and then they strike first and then you react right. to it. They were both defensive players. So rather than push the tempo, they just sort of sat there and kept hitting <laughs> the ball back and forth. And that resulted in 766 shots. It was over 10 minutes and it ended in the most anticlimactic way. Another ball fell into the play area from somebody else's court, and that's an automatic stop of play. So, <laughs> so neither of them even won this won the point. Just another ball show, and it was way far away from them. It would have had no bearing on the game. I right. want, there is a video, and in fact, as as we did last week, we got to put. I think we got to put the video in the link because it's. Look, you can watch the whole 10 minutes. I, I'll admit I did not. I was, I said, I'm going to watch all 10 minutes of this. And I started watching. I watched like 70 seconds. And then I was like, okay, screw it. I'm going to the end. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that cracked me up. And I'll, and I'll give you one last fact that the longest, the world record for the longest rally. Now, this is just by two dudes in, in, you know, in a basement or wherever they were. Mm-hmm. So they weren't playing competitively. Over 11, almost 12 hours, 11 hours, 50 minutes, and 36 seconds by two Australian dudes in 2020. It, which makes sense because that was a quarantine year. What else were they yeah. going to do but break world records and, and ping pong rallies? So <laughs> there's the information you never thought you would need to know in your life. Right. So you, you asked me what why I chose cycling. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose table tennis? You know, um, I, I'll be honest. The, the, the first, the main motivator was I wanted to choose kind of an off the beaten path 
sport to, to do some education on. Cause I think my favorite Olympic sport is actually bobsledding, which is because of, uh, because of the movie cool runnings, which is like my favorite movie of all times. But it, we, it's up we, there. Yeah. Right. Isn't it a fantastic movie? God, it we'll, is. There's, we're probably going to do an episode on it oh, eventually. Yeah. So I'm not even going to get into my love for cool runnings right now, <laughs> but, um, we chose to choose a summer event and I really thought about it and I was like, I really like the summer Olympics, but it's not like swimming is my favorite sport. It's not like gymnastics is my favorite summer sport. I like to watch them. And so, I, you know, baseball is definitely my favorite sport, but I'm not really into the Olympics. And I mm -hmm. thought I love, I love playing table tennis and I love, it is insane. If you didn't watch any table tennis, just go Google some matches at the competitive level, because it is insane how hard these guys hit. Um, I will say, I think that Forrest Gump played a role in, in my love for, <laughs> for, uh, table tennis. I actually think it is my legitimate favorite Olympic sport after doing this research. I'm actually really looking forward to the next Olympic games to follow along and see how everyone's doing. Cool. Well, you're ready to see if you can make the lead even bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to win an episode. Let's see if I can, I've only missed one, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Three for four. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe yeah. I can do, maybe I can go for four for five here. So I, the wording on this may be a little confusing. Okay. Just like in the run, like in running and stuff, there's multiple events in running. Yeah. Or in track. Track. Yeah. Like there's a hundred um, meter, there's the there's right. 200 meter. There's a but with, meter, yeah. with track, there are other events, you yes. know, shot put and, and stuff like whatever. that. Yeah. So this is more of an umbrella question. Okay. Of how many different, I guess, types of cycling are there? Okay. I think I get it. Yeah. 10, three, five, or seven. Okay. So here, here's my thought. So we went over the, the, vel the velodrome. Um, I know that there are obviously outdoor longer events and I actually don't even know what the distance is. Like I, I know running, there's a marathon, but I don't know what the equivalent of that is. I don't think there's just a marathon for cycling. Maybe there is. I'm not going to be able to just list more than what I just did. I'm really, so I'm really tempted just to choose. I am, especially since I won and I can roll the dice here. I'm just going to choose the highest number and I'm going to say 10. Incorrect. And, and this is where I, I think you may re were thinking a little too deep. Got it. Yeah. That sounds like me. There's track cycling. So the in indoor, you've got the road cycling. Okay. And so that's think Tour de France. Okay. Got it. You're on a road. Um, yeah, basically like one day of the Tour de France, and that's the road cycling. You have mountain bike. Yeah, you mentioned that. Atlanta, yep. 1996, first time. And then you've got BMX racing. Okay. Yes. And BMX freestyle. Got it. Is that where they're doing the cool tricks? Yeah. Yes, yes. I remember that so, was, that. I mean, that was added relatively recently, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, by that, I yeah, mean within like the last 30, 20, 30 years. I think it was in the 2000s. Yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool, so, man. What would be your, uh, if you were to compete in one of those, what would, what would be your wheelhouse pun intended? Um, it would be more of which one would I would want to do? Yeah. I guess would like probably what, be the, like, what would your dream be? I guess. I yeah. think, I think the track cycling would be fun. Uh huh. Um, because it's, is that the velodrome basically? Yeah. Okay. The velodrome. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and you know, when you think of a bike, you think, you know, you've got, you know, 21 gears, you know, mm -hmm. you can shift through and everything. The, Track cycles aren't like that. It's mm. a fixed gear, non-free spinning, no brakes. Like it's you go as fast as you humanly can. Yeah. 
much like I just uh, encourage you to go look up uh, videos of ping of ping pong, I just <laughs> of table tennis. I I am gonna go look up velodrome because that sounds exciting. I'd recommend listeners do the same, even though I haven't even done it yet, because that it does sound crazy exciting. Oh God, I bet there's some gnarly spills in there too. Oh, there is. <laughs> oh I, man. And depending on the on the velodrome, some of the surfaces are more like sandpaper. Oh, so boy. the tires stick better. So when you yeah. fall, it hurts. more. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. Try falling on a bunch of sandpaper. <laughs> oh yeah. But then other other ones, it's uh, like wood, like really nice, like hardwood floors. That's what I that's what I imagine. Almost like a yeah. basketball court. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, John, man. I, I learned yeah. a lot. In fact, like I here's what we need to we need to promise each other this right now that in. Well, no, it's not even four years in three years at the Paris games. We need to do another quiz on these exact two sports because we're that's how <laughs> lo- we're going. We're going three years and beyond with the Slack of Genius podcast. We're in it for oh, the yeah. long run. We haven't discussed next episode, have we? We haven't. Do we have anything on the periphery? We've talked about a few things. We have. Um <laughs> I'm I'm tempted to put you on the spot and say let's do our uh our um oh god I can't this is this is even funnier that I can't even remember the name of it our astrological signs <laughs> We can do that. I I text John out of the blue this week. What did I, I did I just ask you You asked me if I was into astrology. I said you're not into astronomy, right? <laughs> Astrology. Astrology, yeah, astrology. I do enjoy astronomy. Astronomy is awesome. <laughs> um and I said uh what is your what is your sign? And he said, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't even know what his sign was, which was awesome. He said, but my birthday is February 15th, right? Yep. And so that I looked that up and that's Aquarius. I'm a Capricorn. My birthday is New Year's Day. I had a conversation with a coworker. This is what started this. She's a Leo and she has a Leo tattoo on her arm. And so um, we got to talking about that and it got me looking into what is my sign and what is that? And I could care. Look, I, I love that people like astrology, but I could care mm-hmm. less personally. I don't you know, I don't take any stock in it. So I thought it would be hilarious if two dudes who know nothing about astrology quizzed each other on our own astrological <laughs> signs. And that's what we're doing next week on Life yep. of Genius Podcast. <laughs> um, all right, John, man, this is fun. Um, yeah. We, we, we can sort of wrap up with our usual, like we, we appreciate all the support. We're just going to keep saying it. Um, if you, if you feel like following, if you feel like telling a friend, we really appreciate it. We're on all the socials and we're, we're really trying to grow this thing and, um, we're having a blast doing it. And, and if you, if you're getting a sense of that, we'd appreciate you passing that excitement on. Yeah. I mean, and if you want to find our socials and you don't remember what it is, just go to lackofgenius.com mm-hmm. and look all the way down at the bottom of the website, you click on the link to whichever social you want to go to. Yep. I would start with the Patreon one first. Mm-hmm. Check that uh, out. Yeah. And, and then go from there. You know what but. I think would be a really cool thing to do eventually? I don't know how this is going to work, but if we if we do if we do get some patrons and we're able to get mm-hmm. a little bit of money and, and, you know, kind of finance our podcast a little bit, I think a fun thing to do would be give out prizes for people who actually take the quiz and potentially ace it. Though I get, it gets tricky because you could, you could just be Googling from home. We, we'll figure out a way to do it. It'll probably be yeah. on our socials, but... We can figure something out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, with that, I'll say, John, thank you for your work and for your participation in this podcast. Yeah, thank you. You too. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We're nothing without you. So thank you for making us something. Yep. Catch you next week. See ya. It's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Martian Venus. That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast.